thank you very much. I feel very loved. It is wonderful to be with all of you and to have this opportunity to share my story of the goodness of God in my life. The dictionary defines journey as going from one place to another, usually a place of some distance. The place was Bangalore, India, and the distance was 10,000 miles. The, that was a physical journey that changed my life when I migrated to the US 27 years ago. But the journey I would like to talk about this morning is my journey with Jesus. Before I came to the US in 1996, I lived in Bangalore, India. I was born and raised in a loving Christian home. I'm the third of five siblings and have a very large extended family since my mother is one of 10 siblings. So the first picture there, yeah, the first one on your left. That's my sister who's just a year older than me. So you can see the high difference was obvious very early. For the, fa for the family picture, the family picture in the middle, I knew better I wore heels. I'm this, can you spot me, the middle one? Second from the right, back row. And third picture is my extended family with the few families actually missing in that one. And I got sent to the front, of course. <laughs> you may be wondering, how did my family become Christians in a country that is 80% Hindu? The Apostle Thomas, yes, Doubting Thomas, was the first missionary to India. Over the years, many other missionaries took that journey to India to spread the gospel. The Christian population in India now stands at around 3%. You may also be wondering how my family got the last name Ernest. My grandfather was a Hindu and was orphaned at a very young age. He was raised by a family that was connected to the German Basel Evangelical Mission in India. He was given the name Ernest after he became a Christian. My grandfather's family on my, on my mother's side were converts from Hinduism. My grandmothers on both sides of my family were born into Christian homes. My faith grew from attending church, Sunday school, vacation Bible school, and from seeing my parents place their trust in God. They had their struggles raising five children, but their faith sustained them. There are many accounts of God's faithfulness in the lives of my parents, grandparents, and other family members. I attended a Christian school from grades one through six and an all-girls Catholic school for junior high and high school. That is my eighth grade class picture. In case you haven't spotted me, I'm next to the, the second row up here, fourth from the right. Scripture, scripture was one of my favorite classes in, in elementary school, and I often got an award for that class. 
That picture was when I was in the fifth grade. I had the opportunity to study God's word in greater depth when attending confirmation classes at my church. Confirmation is a church service in which a person confirms the promises that were made when they were baptized. If you were baptized at a christening, christening when you were a child, your parents and godparents made these promises on your behalf. As a young person or adult, you may be ready to affirm those promises for yourself and commit to your life to following Jesus Christ. At a confirmation service, you make these promises for yourself. Your friends and family, as well as the local Christian community, will be there to promise to support and pray for you. The local bishop will lay their hands on your head and ask God's Holy Spirit to give you strength and commitment to, leave, to live God's way for the rest of your life. So that picture is at my confirmation. That is when I asked Jesus to be the Lord of my life. I experienced his love and faithfulness and was encouraged in my spiritual life by my family and through volunteering and participating in programs at my church. I left my job of 10 years teaching math at an all-girls Christian school in India when we moved to the US. It was a big change and I had my struggles, but God in his faithfulness gave me wisdom and guidance. I got involved in the children's ministry program and missions at my church here and that continues to this day. So you can tell that the students there didn't have many choices. They had one uniform and that's what they wore every day. Before coming to CVCS, I worked at a private high school for 22 years. For 17 of those years, I served as the Dean of Students. The job entailed handling discipline and overseeing student activities in addition to teaching two math classes. I enjoyed my work. I loved interacting with my students, helping and encouraging them in challenging situations, collaborating on student activities and spending time in the classroom teaching geometry. I grew both personally and professionally while serving as administrator, but there was a level of stress and long hours of my job that took a toll on me, and by 2018, I was burned out. I was exhausted and discouraged. I reached a low point in my career and even considered changing careers. Without realizing it, I was relying on my own strength to navigate life. I was overcommitted in my work and underconnected in my spiritual life. I believed in the words of my favorite verses, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. I was not applying that to my life. In my human weakness, I had allowed my job to take top priority in my life in a way that left little time for strengthening my relationship with God. I had given my life to Christ, but I had, not allowed, my, but I had allowed my work to rob me of the time I should have been spending in his word, reading his guidebook, and following his directions. I thought I had everything under control, and I couldn't have been more wrong. I cried out to God and asked him to forgive me for not fully surrendering all areas of my life to him. I was going on in my life's journey using a navigate, navigation system that had a weak connection to my Heavenly Father. 
I needed a stronger connection, and I needed a detour. God, in his loving, compassionate way, provided that detour. I recommitted my life to Jesus and asked him to be the Lord of every part of my life. From that day onwards, I felt God's presence in my life in a way that I had not experienced before. He gave me peace and hope. The challenges, challenges I was facing didn't seem as intimidating anymore. I was able to think clearly and take the next steps with his guidance. God gave me the opportunity to take a year off from work. I went to live with my niece and her husband in Dallas to help take care of their four very young children, the youngest of whom was newborn. During that year, I was able to devote quality time to studying God's word and listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. It was a transforming experience. The message of the gospel became more real to me than ever before. The Holy Spirit was guiding my thoughts and giving me a better understanding of the depth of God's love and the price his son paid for my sins when he shed his blood on the cross. My life is filled with blessings, with many moments of joy and celebration of his goodness. But it is not free of challenges, fears, sadness, and uncertainty. It's almost 21 years since my dad passed away, and I miss him a lot. But I cling to the hope that I will be reunited with him in heaven. My mother just turned 85 and suffers from dementia. It has robbed her of precious memories of her life. Among other things, she has a hard time remembering the names of her five children, four grandchildren, and six great-grandchildren that the Lord has blessed her with. She is as helpless as a little child. But the one thing that remains strong and only gets stronger every day is her faith in her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Every day we see how her strong faith sustains her. Dementia has no control over her love for Jesus. One of her favorite songs that she sings faithfully every day is Jesus Savior Pilot Me. It is a source of encouragement for her and our family. It is only Jesus that can calm the storms in our lives. Sometimes even at night she wakes up and I can hear her singing this song. It's precious. I need to remind myself of God's goodness and seek his wisdom every day. Reading his word first thing in the morning reassures me that he will be with me no matter what the day ahead holds. As it says in the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Life as a Christian is not an easy one. It is, it is a journey in which we encounter dangers, roadblocks, and detours. Our world today is ridden with messages that are contrary to what the Bible teaches, but God's word reminds me every day that no matter what is going on here on, here on earth, he is still in control. I need to focus my attention on him and his promises for my life. The Lord knew that I needed to be in a community that would help me on my life's journey as a Christian. 
at the end of my year in Dallas, I needed a new job back here in California. The Lord led me to CVCS, and I thank him every day for bringing me here. This Christ-centered community gives me reminders every day of God's promises. This is a community that is driven by prayer. We pray for each other and encourage each other in our Christian walk. I have an average commute time of over an hour each day, and I use that time to tune into a Christian radio station and to listen to messages and music from people who teach from God's word and share their experiences in their Christian journey. Journeys filled with hardships that are overcome with God's help and guidance. I still have to remind myself to rely, to rely completely on the Lord to guide my steps. I need to be reminded often that completely submitting to him and discerning his will for me in my life is what God wants of me. I can surrender fully to him because I know that he loves me. He loves me because of his grace, not because of anything that I have done. The Holy Spirit reminds me every day that God knows and understands every circumstance in my life and reassures me that I just need to take everything to him in prayer and trust that he will be there to guide me. And he has, and it will continue as long as I have a relationship with him. That is the most important truth that was impressed upon me through my journey with Jesus over the past five years. Following Christ is all about developing a relationship with him, experiencing his love, and sharing his love with those around me, and knowing that he will never leave me or forsake me. As long as we are on this earth, life will be hard, but our life's journey does not end here. Sin came into this world and created a great divide between man and God. Jesus paid the price for our sins and gave us a path that reconciles us to God. We just need to believe this to stay on that path, which will lead to our eternal home. If you have not experienced the love of God in your life, or if you are at a point in your life where circumstances are making it seem he is far away, this is my prayer for you. I'm using the words of Paul in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 16 to 19. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. If you have questions, talk to a teacher or a friend. You are surrounded here on this campus by faculty, staff, and administrators who are committed to come alongside you and help you in your faith journey. If you are a Christian and have a home church, invite a friend who doesn't and let them experience what you do. Encourage each other and pray for each other. We cannot take this journey alone and God does not expect us to. We are better together. 
Study God's word and claim the promises he has for you. You will not regret it. To our dear international students, I would like to say, I know what it feels like to experience life in a different culture. It has its challenges. It is easy to see Christianity as being the religion of the West. But I want to share a Bible verse that clearly says that our God is a God for all people of the earth. He loves everyone equally. Here is what it says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 10, verses 17 and 18. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the foreigner residing among you. We are so glad you chose to be here at CVCS. You are loved and supported here on this campus, and I hope you experience the love of God here every day, just as I do. I would like to pray before our worship team leads us in a song of worship. I chose a song that we sang at my church a couple of weeks ago. I had just started working on my talk for today, and this song spoke to me in a special way because it expresses what I have experienced in my faith journey. These lines express, sorry, what I've experienced in my faith journey over the last five years. Here are those lines. You spoke and the chaos fell in line. Oh, I know because I've seen it in my life. You've never failed, so I know that you'll never fail me. Let's pray. Father God, your way is perfect. Your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. We praise you for your loving kindness and for your truth and faithfulness. Father, sometimes life can feel overwhelming, and so can the many choices that confront us. Please guide our steps in our decision-making so that we honor you in the choices we make. We thank you for the many blessings we experience here at our school each day. May our lives glorify you. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. <laughs>